57,000. 57,000 your net. Yeah, yesterday. One, one month? I, I sold it to a cash buyer. Oh my gosh, you <laughs> flipped that house in one month? Three days after when I finished the renovation, I sold it back to a cash buyer. When I got the check, I was like, wow, like, okay, I'm not stopping this. Kishia, it's an honor to be here with you on this interview. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What about yourself? Fantastic. Thank you. And I'm really excited to talk to you about this interview because um, you've just had so much success in your first year in real estate. And that's just really, really exciting. So I'm, I'm hoping we can talk about it a little bit. But you actually got started in real estate this year in yes. March, correct? Yes. Okay. I got my license in February of this year. And then I started right in March of this year. Yeah, you had mentioned that uh, while you were taking your licensing class for your real estate license, you were watching Jerry videos like every day. Yeah. <laughs> so was your goal was your goal to get a real estate license to help you do investing or was investing the backup plan or how did that work for you? Real estate like was not even my plan of this year. So I'm an engineer. I graduated in 2019 as a structural engineering. And uh, yeah, I was just going to work and then I got laid off, you know, mm. I felt, you know, I was just a number, you know, at that time. Yeah. And then I got another job. So by doing that, I was just not happy. And then I started taking my classes and then I just stopped because I was like, okay, you know what? This is not for me. You know, taking those six classes, you know, it's just too much, too long. And then I just don't have time for it. And then just one day I started watching your videos. I'm like, I need to get back into this. <laughs> yeah. So you were inspired by, by watching my videos. Now, did you watch one of the videos where I talked about getting your real estate license or was that just something you wanted to do? No, you say something in that video that, you know, having your license, it's really important because yeah. in some states you can represent yourself or represent your company. So I was like, okay, that's the goal. Instead of paying somebody else, I can, you know, the seller can pay me to represent my company. So that's what I did. Yeah, I talk about this quite a bit, but um, I think having your license just really will add additional revenue streams. It'll allow you to do the business better, more efficient. And so it's just a powerful tool to have as, a, as an investor. So that's exciting. So do you have your license now then? Yeah. Okay, so you got your license. And you started learning about real estate in March of this year. And as of this recording, it's now November. So, you know, pretty quickly, you've done to date seven. Is that right? Seven deals? Seven deals. Yeah, man, that's seven so awesome. Deals. Congratulations, yeah. Keith. I'm oh, so happy you. for you. Thank you. Sometimes and, I feel like I'm slow, but, you know, other people tell me like, you know, you are doing it. I'm like, I wish I could have, you know, done more than that. But, you know. I'm happy where I am. I think you should be really proud of yourself. I mean, that's phenomenal. And I want to talk about one of them. One of these deals was a $95,000, is that right? $95,000 assignment. Not assignments. Actually, I flipped that property. Oh, that one was a flip. Okay. Yeah. So I got okay. the property for $290,000, $35,000 rehab, and then uh -huh. I sold it for a four seven. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what'd you, what'd you net on that one? Uh, $82,000. $82,000 on a flip. Now what, that was a fix and flip. So, yeah. okay. Of your seven deals this, this year, year one, um, how many were wholesales? How many were fix and flip? 
I didn't do any wholesaling. They're all fix and flip. Yeah. Go Keisha. All right. Yeah. I Love mean, it. I didn't understand about wholesaling. Like almost all of the video that I was watching, weirdly, was just fix and flip. Okay. I didn't see any yeah. kind of, you know, and then when I started seeing your video about wholesaling, now you started, you know, saying like, okay, you know what? When you start this, you know, you have to start with wholesaling, then fix it. I'm like, well, I'm already fixing flipping. Dude, you so. you skipped the training wheels and just went right into yeah flipping. That was scary. I mean, that was yeah. scary. <laughs> wow, I am I'm honestly I'm very impressed. Um, I didn't touch my first fix and flip till like two years in. I'd been wholesaling. A lot of people they transition to fix and flip, and you jumped right in. So that's that's amazing. First deal, but how did you raise the money to pay for the purchase and rehab? How'd you do that? So just approaching people and then also just don't be afraid to ask family and friends. So I was asking, you know, ask my dad, you say no. Ask my mom, she say no. Mm -hmm. I went to my godfather. He said no, but I'm like, everybody's saying no. Let me go to his house. So I went to his house. I was like, what? He was like, what are you doing here? I already told you no, I don't want to invest in this. You knew. I'm like, wait, you have to listen to me. Here's the number. And then was like, okay, you know what? Let me give you the first $50,000 and then give it back to me in two months. I'm like, great. So he wired me the $50,000, which was more than enough to pay my uh, 10% down pay payments to get the, the loan. And then I also got the 100% rehab funding. Okay. So, yeah. the, so you got a hard money loan and then you used, you said it was your godfather? Yeah. Used his fifty thousand to pay the other fees, the down payment yeah. and whatever they didn't cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, I. And did you learn that from watching my videos? Always. Yeah. Like sometimes when I feel lost, I just go back to your videos. I'm like, okay, you know what? Why should I do more? And then starting watching more videos. Right now, I'm into the series that you're doing with uh, Pace. With Pace, yeah, great. Yeah. That's a really smart way to do it because if you can just find somebody that you know or someone that will go out on a limb and lend you a little bit of money, use that money to pay everything that the hard money doesn't cover. Cause hard money will cover quite a bit of it. So you can get the bulk of it financed with hard money, then a little bit of private money to make up the difference. Genius. I mean, that's how you do hundred percent funding on your deals. Just I mean, like at first I didn't have the money to, you know, to start this journey and then, you know, just saying like, okay, you know what, let me save up a little bit. When are you going to do that? Never. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, you know what? It's, it's, it's this year or never. Let me just go ahead and ask for people money and then tell them like, okay, you know what? Let me do this. And then I'm going to give you a little more of, you know, percentage when I sell this. It works. And then yeah. after that, I've been, you know, doing my 10% myself with the profit that I was doing on other. So Keisha, how did you overcome the fear of maybe messing up, losing money? I mean, was that was that scary doing those deals as a brand new investor? I mean, the first one was scary because, yeah. you know, you just started, you just got your first one. And then you this company, they are not doing the rehab, you know, as they're supposed to do. They are installing even, you know, those plastic towel um, that you just tape on the floor. They yeah. are doing that. So I'm like. What's going on in this? Oh, you know? the, the sticky linoleum? The sticky yes. Yeah. The, the, uh -huh. It was just a mess. So mm. on my first one, since, you know, I was already burned. So I knew that, okay, you know what? It can be worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. journey can be worse than this. You know, no. the re Rhea was supposed to take four months 
we we end up doing that for almost six months on that first day, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, you know what? It's better not to lose money and just break even and then to just give the money back that I owe. Yeah. 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 And do it again and do it again. And so, I mean, the, the, the main thing is, is when you do mess up or when things don't work out is just get back on the horse and go again. Like that's the fastest way to just move forward and get better and better and make money is to just pick yourself back up, you know? And so that's great. You won't believe it, but you know, when I was doing that and then I realized it was taking me long time to rehab. I got another one while doing that. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't stop because I can't wait that four months to just leave on this, you know? Right. Because at that time I quit, I quit my job and I'm like, okay, let me be full time into this. So and how like, are you, how are you finding these deals? How'd you find them? Wholesaling. Okay, good. So you tied into some wholesalers and they brought them yeah. to you. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I buy a lot of deals from wholesalers, you know, um, like anything, you got to do your due diligence, make sure you're buying them right. But wholesalers are phenomenal for bringing flippers deals. So that's great. Good for yeah. you. It takes care of all of the acquisitions so that you can just focus on doing the flipping. Which is yeah, good. but right now I'm like, okay, can I just go back a little bit and then now understand about wholesaling and then add it into my company. So that's why I'm just studying right now. Maybe I can add it into my into yeah. My- so it'll depend on what you do. So here's here's my philosophy on this is a lot of flippers will skip acquisitions altogether. 100%, they won't do any acquisitions, meaning they'll just they'll just tie into wholesalers and they'll buy wholesaler deals. Totally fine. That works great. But if you get into acquisitions, what that means is it means you're going to start to spend the time, the energy, the effort, marketing dollars to generate your own leads. And when you generate your own leads, then you you get all the meat on the bone. So a wholesaler has to kind of carve out a little bit for them. Whereas if you find your own deals, now what happens is, is now you can, you can keep all the meat on the bone and the skinny deals that you get as a now doing acquisitions, you now can wholesale those deals, which, so that's what I do. I want to be an acquisitions person because I feel like if you get really good at finding good deals, you'll never go hungry again in this business. That's that's what I want to do it now. I'm like, okay, you know it what? Is, yeah. It is the most important skill, I think, is finding good deals, sourcing, finding, acquiring yeah. good deals, because then, then you get to decide. You control everything that's going on because you're the one finding the deals. You're not exactly. holding to somebody else to bring you deals. Exactly. And it allows you to create a supplemental income. So I like to flip like you're doing, but the deals that come in that aren't that great... I just pass those off and make an assignment fee, make a quick wholesale fee. So now I generate the quick cash from wholesaling and I got my big flips going on too. Yeah. And the two work really well together, I think. Yeah. I mean, I believe that this is now the time because right now, even wholesalers are here in Texas, they are dry. Like, you know, I was relying into one company that, you know, the, the old business that they're doing is just wholesaling. But on their portal right now, there is like no properties. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing is, uh, you know, you're, you, you don't control the business and you want to be in control of the business as much as yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah. If that's your model. Now, again, like I said, some flippers, they don't even want to deal with acquisitions at all because it is, it is work. You know, it's 
making a lot of offers, spending money on marketing, and all of that takes time. So you got to just kind of think through your whole business model and do what makes sense for you. So if that yeah. makes sense, which I agree, I agree wholeheartedly, that's the way to go. So let's talk about this, uh, your your best one out of these six or seven deals you've done. Which one was the best deal that you liked the most, made the most money, learned the most, whatever? Which one of those deals? I mean, it's kind of, I'm tight. So the the first one that I will say was in Mainstreet, Texas. You know, the one that I just said earlier that I got it for another wholesaler. It's two um, two ninety. Mm-hmm. Rehab it for thirty five. Sold it back for four seven. That one was like a super good one. Like yeah. I was like, when I got the check, I was like, wow. Like okay, I'm not stopping this. And that was yeah. uh, not a big rehab. That wasn't even a big rehab. So did you do that one? Fairly quick, the rehab. The rehab was three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Three weeks. Car- carpet paint kind of type of rehab. I don't put uh, carpets in my properties. Okay. Yeah, wood floors I just find yeah wood tile. floors, but you know, yeah. no wood floors and then tiles on the uh, bathrooms. Yeah. yeah, but my point is, is it was it was very cosmetic, and then you had it back up for sale. Yeah, quickly. That was yeah. quick. And that was the one that, that was one that made eighty thousand. $82,000. Nice. So yeah. on that one, from when you bought it, renovated it, found a buyer and closed, how long was that window from end to one end? One month. One month. No, from when you sold it though, to your new buyer. One, one month? I-, I sold it to a cash buyer. Oh my gosh. You flipped <laughs> that house in one month? Three, three days after when I finished the renovation, I sold it back to a cash buyer at four wow. seven. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who was the buyer? Okay. There is something that, okay. You know, the person who lends me the money, he has an H fund company. So he buys all of my property cash. When I he has a hedge fund. Money. Yeah. So is he renting them? Sometimes, sometimes he sells it back. Man, fascinating. <laughs> okay. Let me get yeah. my head around this then. The the hedge fund buyer is lending you money too. 90%. He gave me 90% to get the property. And then he gave me a hundred percent to rehab it. He don't care how much I get the property for. And it will give me a price before, before I even sign a contract or anything like, okay, you know what? If you rehab this property, I'll buy, I'll buy it cash from you at this price. So everything is already set up. The only job that I have to do is just to rehab and then send it back to him. Now, because the market slowed down, is he going to keep doing that? That's the, yeah. He said, you know, he says yes, but the, the the problem is that the good offer that I was getting before, it's not really what no. I'm saying. When I send them properties, it's not even like you know ninety percent ARV. So I'm like, why should I do that? So now I'm trying to like reestablish my business because I was doing that for like almost what eight months with the same person that was giving me the money sell it back to the same person. I was okay. So now since the market has shifted and then they are, they offering, you know, less than, you know, a hundred percent ARP. I'm like, now it's time to like rethink how to do this business. Okay. So what's his new formula? What is he buying at now with the adjusted market? 85% ARV. 85% of ARV. Yeah. Okay. But he's cash. Cash. 
And he'll continue to do that right now during the for, slowdown. Yeah, for another six months. For another six months. And then we'll see again, you know. Keisha, how. I would still sell to him. Okay. Still sell to him. 85% of ARV, just build the formula. He's cash and closes right away. But now the problem that I'm having. You're going to spend, you're going to spend it anyway, because think about it. If you go retail and you get a hundred percent, you get ARV, you're going to be paying 6% in commissions to agents. They're going to be doing inspections. They're going to want you to do extra things. It's going to take longer. You're going to be on the market for 30, 60, 90 days before you get yeah. your buyer. Yeah. Dude, 85% of ARV with your hedge fund buyer is worth it right now. I would keep okay. doing it. Yeah. Just, I mean, the problem that I was having is just to find properties now that are below 70 to make sense, you know, for yeah. it to make sense. So that's yeah. the problem that I'm having right now. Yeah. So you need to create your own formula, which is, okay, here's 85. Here's my discounted sale price. I got to subtract out. Um, there's no commissions, right? No. Okay. So you don't have commissions. That's like, so then maybe factor in your financing. You got to factor that in, subtract yeah. your rehab, subtract your profit you want to make. There's your buy price. Yeah. So you got your own, you have your own sort of custom formula. And um, yeah, you got to double down and get some deals right now. If, if he's got that window open for six months, you want to, you want to push some deals through there. Yeah. Cause I sold him one property yesterday. Actually, let me show you how much I made on it. 57,000. 57,000 your net. Yeah. Yesterday. Nice. That's <laughs> one of your deals. Yeah. One of my deals. Dude, virtual high five, man. Keisha, way to go. You are a flipping genius. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank Love you. it. Yeah. And you've done, you've made some good money this year, flipping houses. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, now I have like, right now I have like zero deal. The one that, I, you know, the last one I sold it yesterday. I'm like, where should I go? I need deals. Yeah. You know, so here's stuff. the thing that you've got to be really careful about because you've got a unique thing right now that could go away overnight, right? Yeah. You're, you're relying on wholesalers. You've got an end buyer that's buying from you. You have a unique situation that is definitely not going to last forever. Yeah. You know, right. And so you got to be thinking about reinventing yourself all the time. You don't ever want to get caught where your business model goes, goes away and you don't have a plan. Right. So, yeah. So you got to be still following a lot of the fundamentals, which is I wouldn't be buying any deals unless he, he commits to it before you buy it. Right. On the yeah, exit. He gave okay. me a price and then he yeah. agreed then I signed a contract with the wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this market right now, because we may see continued decline in values. And so he may keep pulling back, but as long as he still wants to buy, he just retracts. That's fine because you'll just do it with him. So like, let's say, let's say he adjusts his rates down more and he says, look, I I still want to buy, but I got to factor in the market going down. And then you tell him, great, I'll do the same thing. I'll just, We'll just buy cheaper and sell cheaper and we'll keep going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all I do when I flip in a down market. I just readjust. I still buy, I still sell. It's just where I sell, it's lower and where I buy, it's lower. And I preserve my margins. I don't care how much the market goes down. There's still buyers for renovated homes. Yeah. I mean, right now, also the, the things that I don't understand is that there is some seller out there that 
keep just dreaming about to get the 100% ARV right now. Yeah, what's happening right now is we're in a transition period where agents and sellers are holding on to yesterday's overinflated values. Mm -hmm. And they're just reluctant. If they are coming down, it's still not indicative of the market. And so it takes a minute for everyone to catch up with what the market's doing. I think what that means, what I'm doing is I'm just doubling down. I'm making, I'm still making my low offers. I'm implementing creative financing because that's going to allow you to do more. Um, and, but you don't slow down. You keep going right now, but you just got to make sure you're making offers low enough to factor in when you go to sell it later, you've, you factored in a decline in that ARV number. Yeah, exactly. So right now, the goal is to go after the foreclosure homes. Yeah. Maybe I can have good lucks over there and then just try to get it myself, you know, from the seller instead of waiting until the auction date for them to lose everything. So I'm just making calls right now. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good for you. Well, really excited for you. This is phenomenal. I'm, I'm so happy for your success. Guys, if you're watching this video, leave a comment and say, Keisha, you're a flipping genius. Uh, thank uh, I mean you so that though. Much. You're doing so amazing. I can't wait. Please share with me your progress as you continue to move forward. And for everybody listening, Keisha, can you share what's the, what's the biggest piece of advice you would give somebody that's brand new in real estate, just starting? Take action. First of all, <laughs> take action. Sometimes I'm in my car, just watching your video, you know, I'm like, okay, this was the best decision of my life. Just taking action. And then listening to whatever you had to say at that point of my life, that was a change. You know, you changed my, you changed my life. My husband quitted his IT job because of you. <laughs> yeah. So we're awesome. really grateful for whatever you did to us. You're welcome. I'm excited. But you know what? The information is useless if you don't apply it and, yeah. and actually put it to work, which is what you're doing. So you know, I put it out there, but it takes you doing it and taking action for it to even become anything. And you've done that. So yeah, kudos to so, you. That's amazing. Yeah. Now I'm also like, you know, taking videos about, you know, the rehab that I'm doing. I just started my YouTube channel, Glamour Good. Home Construction. Okay. So you can, you awesome. can see the rehab that I've done over there. Yeah. Document your journey. Here's why I think it's so important on your flips that you do before and after. Yeah. Um, I do all of that on my flips or I try to do that on most of my flips because it allows you to raise a lot of money because you can show people, Hey, look what I did. Hey, look what yeah. I did. It doesn't yeah. even matter if it made a lot of money or not. People don't care about that. What they care about is seeing that you took this ugly house, mm. you made it a nice house. And when they see that transition from ugly to nice, it, it gives you so much credibility because you showed somebody that you're capable of of transforming a house. Yeah, awesome guys. I'll put the link, uh, make sure you get that to me, but I'll put the link to your channel in the description below. So everybody okay. watching this, they can go check you out and and uh, subscribe and follow your journey. Oh, thank you very much. Awesome, well, thank you guys. Thank you everybody for joining us on this video. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.